Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business, or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. You know, I really appreciate this guy coming down off of his ivory tower from his multiple businesses. It only took me a year to get him on the podcast. My boy, my brother from another mother, Ruben. How are you doing, my man? Hey, man, I am good and I am blessed. I can't believe it's been a year, man. Stop it, man. You're making me feel terrible, but we had to make it happen. Look, we had some bumps on the road. And uh, we got across, you know, we had some uh, some technical difficulties, some weather and some pandemic. You know, we got through it, though. We're here. We're here. We're here. So, you know, this is interesting because you, you're so multifaceted and you do so many things. I'm going to let you tell the audience who you are, where you come from, what you do, and then we'll kind of see where it goes from there. Hmm. That's a good question. So who am I? I'm I'm a a learner. I'm an active learner for sure. Uh, Actively learning. Uh, And the reason I say that Austin to the the audience is because I'm surrounding myself with, with guys like you from different walks of life, right? You're a big mindset guy. Okay. Guy got it. I got a mindset guy on my phone, Uh, marketing, real estate. I mean, you name it. Uh, So I'm a learner. When I say I'm a learner, I'm like not your traditional, like at school, uh, learner and student. It's more like active, getting in contact with the people who are doing it. And so just to get more context, uh, you know, I grew up, uh, I was just having this conversation with someone else yesterday. You know, I wasn't the guy who was like selling lemonade at a lemonade stand. And I was always a built entrepreneur. I, I always find that interesting. I'm like, dude, that wasn't me, man. I just, I was given a script. I went with it. I got good grades. Like I, I was lined up, you know, I was listening to the, what the folks were telling me. And then, I, and then I started to surround myself with other people who were kind of showing me a different blueprint. And then I follow those people, got mentors, I got friends, your, your environment is important. That kind of flipped that script on me. Oh, there's another route. Like you don't have to always do it that way. And so, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like born like an entrepreneur and I wasn't born like a real estate investor. I wasn't born anything. It was more like, oh man, this is interesting. Let me tap more into this. And now I'm here. So I guess in a, in a high level here today, I'm, I'm a real estate investor. I own a marketing agency um, and I consult as well. I have an IT background. So I've been consulting for quite some time and I use actually that knowledge and I bring it inside my businesses. A lot of these corporations have big, they're, they're systems driven. There were entrepreneurs who became corporations and I've actually used my experience in that world to bring it into the startup space or the business space and everything from a short-term rental to uh, to my business. And so I'm systems driven, active learner, and I'm, and I'm very thrilled to be on this podcast with a guy like you, Austin, and the people who are here to construct their lives, man. What do you think? See, I'm coming at you from... 90 different angles on this one. I'm going to get you raw and fresh in the real. Yeah, let's talk real. Uh, What do you think keeps people on that scripted path that they're told? Because let's be honest, the other path, the entrepreneurship, the investor is the harder one for sure. Why do you think people stay 
in that realm for so long, maybe what their parents told them they need to do or whatever. Like, cause there's a lot of young people that listen to my thing, you know, that, that maybe said, this isn't what we need to do. What, what keeps them stuck in that little rut of just heading down? Not that it's a rut, but, but just not going after what they want. I think cause you don't know any better, man. Like I think one of the things I was blessed with and I kind of accepted the blessing is I had roommates when I was in college. I went to college, right? I did the whole thing. I was a varsity athlete as well. So got a lot of discipline from that, but I got exposed to it, Austin, right? And so, and when I say that, I'm like, hey, what are you doing online? Oh yeah, I'm just uh, shooting a, a video. What are you doing on video? Oh, YouTube. I'm doing YouTube. What, what, what is YouTube? Oh, I'm, I'm doing YouTube ads. YouTube ads, what the, okay, cool. So when I was brought up in my house, I was just like, okay, study, do this, become that. And I got this guy who's making money with YouTube ads. This is back in like 2000 and, whew, what was it? 2000, maybe 10. So I'm like, okay, can you show me a little more? And then, oh yeah, I'm going to this underground event. Underground event, yes, yeah, a bunch of entrepreneurs, a bunch of entrepreneurs, okay, cool. So I go with them and I'm like, I got people who look like me who are doing like talking about some crazy stuff I've never heard in my life before. And so to answer your question, Austin, it's like, you don't know any better because it's it's your environment. Your environment is what you know. Like, there's so many things I look back now and I'm like, damn, like, I don't know shit. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't know this existed. And there's just so many levels to that. So I feel like if you don't have like this curiosity bug and you're not willing to be like, okay, is there another way people are living? Because this is a construct your life. Like you might have eaten a certain amount of diet and you think that's healthy. And then you go to your friend's house and it's like, no, nah, this is what we eat. And then we are like, okay, I didn't even know that you could make sure. that with those ingredients. So I think to answer your question, Austin, it's, it's exposure. And I feel like we're so blessed because exposure, even during this pandemic, if you're listening to this, it's literally March 31st, 2021, is just a click away. Like turn off anything that's not serving you and tap into some podcasts like this, where you can be like, Oh shit, maybe I should think differently. It's a YouTube away. It's a Google away. Like it's, it wasn't like this when our parents, and that's the crazy part too. Like I'm talking about my parents, my generation, right. They're in their sixties, right. To give you guys some context. Uh, and, and so it's like, they didn't have, like, it was hard to get exposure because all you had maybe was the library and the encyclopedia and in your in your in your 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 people now I can be across the world and type in how to invest in real estate on YouTube and be like God these guys are doing this stuff, you know what I mean? So that's what it is, Austin. I feel like now if you don't have the curiosity bug and you can't like watch a documentary, get insight because you got to plant the seed first. It's not going to happen right away. You got to like change your mindset. You got to be aware, and then you go deep down a rabbit hole, which is what I call in my brand experimenting. Yeah. No, I love that. There's so many ways to go with that. But what's interesting is the reason I touched on two points there. The reason they don't is because they're worried about looking bad. Like, no, like we've become a society of everything's got to be perfect out of the gate. Like you, yeah. can't, you can't try. You can't do anything because I'm letting you know right now. Right. There was a report out a while back. I read that a, that a millennial has 19 different careers before he's done. And so the question that you have to ask yourself is if you're not curious and you're living in a fixed mindset, it's going to be a sad and lonely world. Because I was listening to Jim uh, Quick the other day and like some other guy, and he was saying that the new currency in the world is not money. It's not anything. It's how fast can you learn something? Because that's how fast shit's changing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like blockchain, NFT. I don't even know what happened. 
I don't even know what half this stuff is. <laughs> but I, you know, so it's funny. I just told you that. I got my boy, and this is this is powerful right here. This is what we're talking about, Austin. I got a guy who's like, yo, Ruben, man, you know so much about real estate, which I don't. I'm still learning. He's like, you got to teach me the game. And guess what? I have a call after this podcast where he like helped me get control of my wallet on crypto and all that. Cause I had yes. money that I invested before, but I, don't, I didn't know how to do it. I had a friend who was handling it and I was like, Ruben, you got to control your money. And so that's the thing though. Like that's power right there. Like you got to have somebody in your backyard that's doing so many other things that you can't do that. You don't know. And maybe you just, you do it with them and they can gui- kind of guide you. You know what I mean? Well, well think of it this way. Hey, me and you are the same person. And maybe I'm a weird person when it comes to this, but when I worked at restaurants when I was younger, this is a true story. (laughs) I used to memorize. Now I have a weird memory, like kind of scary almost, but I used to memorize what everybody did at the restaurant that worked there. And when I mean what everybody did, like I remember if that person went to church on Wednesdays or that person had dance on Wednesday or football practice, Mm. because when I wanted to get off of work, I wanted to ask one person. I didn't want to ask 30 people. And so what's interesting is I watch by networking. It's like, it's like almost I go out every week and fill up a bucket. I don't have, right. It's like, what do I don't have? Well, I don't have a Portuguese goat farmer. Well, I'm going to go search for that this week. Like, because when you ask me, when you say, this is what I need, I go, okay, hold on. Give me five seconds. I got it. Boom, boom. Here you go. Oh, dude, because, that's because, because I don't, it's because if you spend a week looking for that one person or that, that one thing you need, you're wasting precious hours. Mm-hmm. And now I just go straight to the match. Dude. I, it's so funny you say it. Cause I'm like, as we know, guys, your host Austin is a crazy super connector. I'm like, how does he know these people? And like, it's so crazy because you've been you've been working at this for for a long time. Like, it's a mm-hmm. muscle that you've kind of created, mm-hmm. and I think it's so powerful in this day and age. It, to to the conversation we're having, it's not we don't have an information problem. We have mm-hmm. a, a packaging problem problem of who where to like. There's an influx of information there's almost too much information how can you mm-hmm. package it and for you it kind of goes back to like one of my tedx talk that has like stop asking how can i and start asking who like yeah. who can solve that problem and if you have that power like and I'm, i'd love to like flip the script and ask you how you develop this power man because i think it's powerful i think it's like they say who I, you know but it's who you know knows you and who you know that you can refer to then be of value to somebody else man that's crazy i yeah. Here's my thing. There's two qualities that my mentor believes in and I believe in too. But more importantly, I have this weird thing about me. I hate to be asked. I don't like to be asked to do stuff. And so the less friction, like it's like this weird thing about me. Maybe it's the rebellion side of me. So like I just go ahead and like I'm like I so like if you can imagine like me as a as a high-end bartender and waiter, like I was a fucking G. Like, <laughs> like I made real money because I I would. I would know what the guests needed before they needed it. And I kind of brought that into this world. But here's the deal. True story. My mentor believes this, lives by it. He's like, this has got him ahead. Likeability is, is this secret weapon that nobody talks about. Dude, dude, let me tell you something. Everybody comes back around. Meaning you better be very careful who you're pissing off not change 
it all comes full circle <laughs> always. And so if you're likable and people want that energy around you, yeah. like uh, my buddy, right? He does breath work and some other stuff for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. He said, I want you to go back and I want you to look at Tony Robbins, YouTube videos. And I was like, what? And he's like, go look at like 10 videos by Tony Robbins. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, tell me one instance when Tony Robbins has his chin down ever. Mm-hmm. His chin is up. His chest is out because he's allowing that energy to come in and he's lifting the people up in front of him. So when I have a coaching client, when their chin's down, they feel bad about themselves. And so I raise my chin and lift my thing up and they gradually come up to my energy. And when they, when they move into a new energy, they can shift, you can change. And so you have to do this and you do this, you bring great energy to any environment, adding value. You're not taking Like we were just reading about this the other day. If you're taking energy, right? Like it's going to be a very lonely world for you. But if you're giving and giving, then people are going to find a place for you. And so when, when, when you find this new world and you, you, you're like, damn, this underground, this guy's making YouTube apps. Like what was, what shifted in your life? Um, like, where did you go first when you were like figuring stuff out? Because something I love about you is like, you're a hundred percent curious, which allows you to never leave a stone unturned. And so that way you're, you're, you're going to be able to, I call it a Swiss army knife. You're, you're going to be able to handle a couple different things in that same context. You also have to learn how to be restrained from that too. You know, and so that, you know, when you, when you started figuring out these options in college, like how, what, what kind of was the first business that you dove into? Okay. So I love that question, man, because, uh, um, I went in with the gift, uh, and, and, and it's interesting because so, so I'll, I'll be straight up. Uh, it was personal training where I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, I'm really helping people, right? And I feel like you, you can start from there because I think sometimes we have all these ideas and it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what problem are you solving? And so for me, it was like the lowest hanging fruit. I was an athlete. Uh, I want to get my certification. I've always wanted, I, I love the body, by the way, like guys, I, I was going to be a chiropractor, man. Like I love like physical, like all that, the body, mind, soul. I've always been, you know, training, taking care of my body and all that stuff. And I started helping others and I started getting that feedback of, man, like Ruben, you, you, you changed. And it's crazy. Cause it's like, I'm a young guy. Like you changed my life. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just helping you work out, man. Mm-hmm. And they started saying that. And then, and then I started to see a different side. Cause I was going to class. I was going to school. And then I also, when I had that personal training business, it was like, uh, in school, right? Like I was literally like training like faculty, staff, like they knew me, like highly respected professors. Like I was, I was the personal trainer on campus, man. And that was the plug because I was connected to everybody. Like sometimes I'd be like, you know, some some my guys would come in like, yo, who you training right now? Like, you know, some fit girl. I'd be like, oh, like it was just it, it was like I was like, yeah, man. That was it was like the plug oh, of man. campus. I was like, I felt like I was the shit. But more importantly, it, I've always wanted to to kind of like teach and to speak. And so it kind of gave me that fulfillment. I'm like, yeah, like I need to stay on top of my game because when I'm on top of my game and I'm like knowing more about the body and I'm putting training things together, I'm actually benefiting people. And then I created a YouTube channel. You guys can check it out. Ruben Fit Kanya. I'm still on that. That YouTube channel still exists. 
uh, and I was spending all content. And so it's funny that like the whole podcasting, the thing is, it's a muscle, right? Because I've been speaking in front of camera for over a decade now. Yeah. Um, and so I've been doing this. And so that was the first thing where I got like, I had a little sense of like freedom because I was like, it was on my schedule. Hey, Ruben, when are you available? I'm like, okay, cool. And then it kind of grew, went for there. I, and then when I graduated, I was like, damn, I'm going to leave all these people behind. So I put a little program together, uh, some digital program. It didn't take off too well, but that was like the first taste. And then to answer your 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 question, Austin, I just went deeper with the person who was already doing it, right? So then that didn't stop there. Like the, then the, the 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 twins, as I call them, are still my buddies today. They still do my site. Talk about these deep rooted relationships. They were like, "Yeah, we're going to this conference called Traffic and Conversion." I'm like, "What the hell? Is traffic is conversion? Traffic? Like, what do you guys? <laughs> no, tra- it's like traffic and conversion, like digital marketer." So. My biggest advice would be like, and I want to do this too, because I'm right now more into the real estate space and marketing space. I want to go to an environment that I'm really not used to. Like, that's my goal for this year. I know conferences were kind of like shut down and everything. Like, I'm a big personal development guy, but I want to go go with people who are doing something that will completely enlighten you and is completely not in sync with what you currently know and do. Like, I want to go to like an art gallery or something or an art conference, like some, some weird, because you're going to get some insight and be like, Oh wait, why don't I implement that in my business? So to answer your question in short, I just went deeper. And then uh, you asked me about the, you know, what was that kind of like that next pillar I got introduced. So personal training was the first one. The next thing was like e-commerce business. I learned like Facebook ads. We started outsourcing products, drop shipping, like it was a whole, that's when I started build, learning about systems and all that. This was completely off of the track record of like going to school. I've gone to school for like health science and, 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 and like minor in economics, like those things are not the same. And I think, <laughs> it goes back to our point of being curious because once you're curious, you can kind of go off of the grid of like, it doesn't be like, let me leave you with this. Cause I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but the problem that I have, like when it, when, when it comes to like the, the school system, it's, it's the whole, what's your major, what are you studying? Because you've already pigeonholed yourself into this is where your energy should go. It doesn't allow you to like, okay, but like, I want to do something completely off different. You have to just focus on these, these minors, these majors, these electives, these, that, and you're not learning anything else. And we know that the world's changed completely now with all this information of things you can learn. And again, maybe degrees not being as valued as they once were. That's another argument to have or another discussion to have. But my whole thing is go with the experts who are already doing it, hold their hand, go deeper, go where they're going, consume what they're consuming. And that's how I kind of went down these different avenues of businesses. And I'm glad to share how I got exposed to other new ones and how I was able to now identify and be like, okay, this is what I really like. And this is what I'm going to double down in because it matches with my fulfillment, my personality and my core values. We We as a society love a good identity. We, we love a good box, mm. you know, and uh, an artist per se has a, has a profile, yeah. you know, long hair, smokes a little weed, maybe wears a hat and a poncho, right? It can't, can't be me, right? Can't, mm. can't be me. And, and we live this society loop of absolutes. You know, this is the only person I'm supposed to date. This is the only job I'm supposed to have. And it pigeonholes yeah, you and it takes you away from, from wonder from curiosity. Right. And I'm, let's just say I'm a little bit of a different coach. Okay. And so sometimes the personal development space like drives me fucking crazy. 
Like it For feels like a, you said? yeah, it's like too much. Like it feels like Fine. a noose around my neck. Right. And so what I get, what I do and what I tell my clients to do is read a book called big magic. Hmm. And it's amazing. Right. And she's the one that came up with re- eat, pray, love. And she tells a story. I'm about to blow you away with this. She tells a story. She comes up, she's in Minnesota. She comes up with this idea of this 1903, you know, a gold miner in Argentina that like meets somebody. This was like a real gold mine and like meets this guy. It was like this random, like off the cuff. She would never know anything about it. Right. And so she's writing other books and she sits on it for like three or four years. She meets this woman from California. Who's another writer. Who's a friend and says, they just meet each other. They like each other's work. And she goes, I need to tell you the, the girl from California. I need to tell you about this story I'm writing. I love it. It's a 1903 gold miner from Argentina. And the woman goes, what the fuck? And her explanation of this was art is a vessel that moves through you. Your craft is something. And when you don't use it, it goes to somebody else. Mm. And that's the only explanation that she can have. So if you're so pigeonholed, if you let society pigeonhole you of what you would do, you're actually not giving your craft or your, your art to the world. And, and it's, and, 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 and so like with your curiosity, right, this, this, these roads that you go down, you're tapping into aspects of yourself that on the surface might be dead and you have no idea what you might, awaken and mm. it shifts how you feel right and and that's that. and that's where people get so caught up in these identities of like I'm a real estate investor like I've actually like we started brain dump the other podcast because we don't want to talk about real estate because yeah, like you yeah, know like yeah, exactly. and, and so like th- the same thing with the real estate space the real estate space can be very myopic like mm. I love me and you just like business like yeah, and whatever exactly. that and whatever that business is and so when you're going down and you're and you're and you're pushing farther the personal trainers you got dude i can only imagine you were doing digital videos back when i don't even know what they look like but oh I, man <laughs> there some of them are brutal and some of them picked up too and i was just like what and yeah it was just it was just uh and it's so funny man yeah i i yeah <laughs> check it out but i'll send him to you it's hilarious it's still up there though those digital assets still exist which is beautiful beautiful evergreen thing. content exactly so, so what you do what you do next and so next it was, uh, <clears throat> so then it was a combination of the e-commerce business, which I, I touched on a bit. And I'll tell you one thing about the whole, uh, the reason why I think it's important to to, to literally, I, I call it experimenting, but really it's just exploring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to that business and there was a, few, there was a lot of lessons learned. Uh, that business, and I think the lesson learned, I, I speak about this with my friend all the time, is like businesses and even careers, because you talk about 18 different careers, they can just be stepping stone to the next adventure. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be the, yeah, I think sometimes you're going to it like, this is what I got to be for the rest of my life. And I think, yeah, obviously, sometimes you feel that it's structured that way, but it's just a foundation for the next step. And and let me just make this point before I go on to my next point. Uh, I've mentored some people who've come out of school because I've been I'm a big part of my alumni and I like helping the, the young bucks. And I always tell them, man, they're always like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I have this major and this and that. And I always tell them, like, dude, like, what did you learn from this experience? Like, what skill set did you can you can you bring 
from this experience to another place. Because if you're people like, let's say, even if you work that like, who, who knows, McDonald's, it doesn't matter. You learn some customer service, you learn dialogue, you learn communication, you learn something. And so that's what should be, you know, if you're talking resume and you're not talking entrepreneurship, it's like, what experience can you bring to the next job that will also need that experience? If it's customer relations, if it's just retention rate, keeping people in-house. So that's one big thing. And the reason I'm bringing this up is <clears throat> I realized that, you know, in the e-commerce business, uh, so I learned Facebook ads, which is fantastic because I'm launching campaigns tonight and I had my buddy who does ads. He's like, oh yeah, I remember this stuff. So it, get, it kind of gives me that knowledge of awareness too. Cause when you know things, when you delegate them, you also can't get kind of ripped off as well. Cause you have some form of knowledge, but most importantly, you identify and you're like, I don't really like this, man. Like I'm behind a computer, like running campaigns, doing fulfillment orders. Yeah. And, but I had learned an, an interesting model, like how to work with virtual assistants. Well, guess what? I work with virtual assistants today. So those are all pieces that I took, but at the same time, I know that <clears throat> I'm not a guy who wants to be behind campaigns, no matter how much money we made, right? We had really good months. Uh, we didn't exit the way we wanted for that business because we kind of lost interest, which is what happens when they say, do what you're passionate about. Eh. That's, that's another conversation that I think we, we throw around these phrases. It's not don't do what you're passionate about. It's to do where there's a demand in the marketplace. Uh, that's really important. Also, also, I sent you that video. You don't, you don't chase oh, exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. Don't do it. Thank you, Austin. It comes full circle. You sent me that video. And it was powerful. Let me, let me make a note on that. It was like, don't do what uh, you're passionate about, but do what, what gives you energy. Uh, and I was like, damn, Austin, that's so good, bro. It's so good. It, it's so true. So that's number one, but number two. So here's, let me combine these thoughts together because I'm stacking on a lot here. Get a lot from these experiences. Identify what you actually really like and gives you energy. But then these experiences the, uh, build some skill sets and some form of knowledge that you can plug into the next journey. Right. And so that's what I did. So I'm like, damn, this e-commerce thing is not for me. Made some good money. And it wasn't really good money. It was good revenue. It wasn't good profit at the end. I was yeah. like, damn, the margins are crazy. But like uh, the margins were not that crazy. Excuse me. The pro the gross was big. It was like, damn, we got like a lot of money coming in. But it was like, oh, shoot, cost of goods sold. Oh, wow. We didn't bring money. Mm -hmm. So another business lesson learned. However, I realized I'm like, I need to be in touch with people. I need to be mm -hmm. on things like this. So what do I do next? So then I went into real estate. But that experience allowed me to know what I didn't like. And I think mm -hmm. what happens is we don't experiment enough. And sometimes our lives aren't structured or constructed in a way that will allow us to build enough experiences for us to know what we don't like. No, I agree a hundred percent. And what you told me the story, I don't know if it was our first meeting or whatever, but you told me the story about <laughs> when you got into real estate, you're just like, I'm just going to start filming everything. And, and it kind of like, it was wild, right? Like you just like, well, I'm just going to tell my journey. Like I'm not worried about yeah. what the content is. And like, I'm going to do a podcast. And like, I'd love for you to people, tell people that story. Cause I yeah, love yeah. it. Let me, let, uh, this is probably one of my favorite things that I'm probably the most proud of. And the, the biggest lesson I would probably like leave on this earth is um, that little voice inside your head, like that very thing that is telling you, you're not ready is the very same thing that's going to propel you forward. And so what do I mean by that? Let me give you a little context to that story of what Austin's talking about. So I went to Atlanta. I'm like, let's get started in real estate. Uh, <clears throat> at first in real estate, there's a lot of different umbrellas to go through. So I started with a lot of different things. I did wholesaling. I became an agent, got my license. 
listed homes, sold homes. I'm like, ah, I don't really like the whole agent thing. It doesn't matter if I sell a home for a million. I don't want to be just, hey, did you get the deal? Like, it's just not my thing. Like, there's a lot of good things from it, but like, I wouldn't want to be a million dollar like uh, uh, kind of agents that you see. Uh, it's just still, it's not, it's not my thing. But I, but guess what? I tried it. Right. Yeah. I had a listing. I've done it. So again, I got experience. Now, <clears throat> now going back to your. To, I'll get to the podcasting thing in a bit, but I think there's another pillar in there. So I started when I wasn't ready and I put something up I, I, uh, on bigger pockets. I'm like, I said, realtor for the investor. Here's the thing. Most people think that, oh man, but in order for me to do something, in order for me to help someone, I need to have experience. Right? That's bullshit. You just need to find a way to add value to them. And the thing is, most people think that someone's going to ask you, like this might happen on a million dollar home or something like that. Like, have you ever sold other homes like mine? And even then there's a workaround for that. Like that's nothing. So in all the people that I helped, I said realtor for the investor, I didn't own a piece of real estate at all. And I'm calling myself the realtor for the investor, but guess what? Now I'm, I'm, I'm working with investors and I'm learning from them. Never did one stop. Never did this ever happen where they stopped the car. Like, Wait, hold, hold on. How many pieces of real estate do you own? Never. And you think that, right? You go into life, you're like, oh man, like what if, what if they ask me this? Or what if no one cares? So the first, I decided to launch a podcast, right? And this is what the what you were saying, Austin. And I was like, man, nah, I'll host a podcast when I have like a hundred units under my belt. And I'm like, that when I when I have this, then I'll do that. If ever if you ever find yourself, your mind telling you when I will, when I have this or when I become this, then I will do that. You need to just destroy that thought because that thing is just a limiting belief that you've told yourself. And we do this all the time. I even find myself doing that too. I'm like, I don't need this right now. I can just launch today. I'm telling myself I need that because it's a crutch, right? Like it's a flight or flight response. Like, ah, oh, no, no, no. We're, we're going to be good when we have the money or when, right? You fill in the blanks. So I was like, I want to launch a podcast, a real estate podcast. Why? Because again, proximity, I want to get close to people. When I launched that podcast, I didn't even own a piece of real estate. And I, <laughs> my first guest was uh, someone who had 300 assets on uh, 300 million assets under management. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, it was just like real estate experiment. And like, and the crazy part is guys, get this start when you're not ready because it's a momentum. I've said this before. It'll help you deliver. If you're a sane person, if you say you're going to do something then you're forced to do it, even when it's not there, I didn't have a podcast when I pitched this guy. I was just like, Hey, we'd love for you to come on podcast. He's like, okay, this day works for me. And I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> I got to get a podcast together. But the lesson here is like, start when you're not ready because the human, human, it's just your human nature. Like it's there to protect you that like, nah, Austin, you're not ready yet. Austin, no, when you're more secure, it's meant to protect you. Your brain is a protecting mechanism. So any challenge is seen as, as, as something that is not going to protect you. It's different. And so the lesson learned in that situation was that that led on to relationships that led to deals, partnerships, clients. I opened up an agency from, from that from that action. Because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have met the people. I actually wouldn't have met you, Austin, because you came through. It's unbelievable the things that happen. And the thing is, you can't, you can't predict that. You can't. You just have to take that step ahead, and then it leads to something else. And, and again, the whole curiosity step. You have to open up that door. And then you see what's on the other side and then you take the steps and then you open the next door 
and then you turn left or right, and then you learn from something, and then you open another, then you get a set of keys. Now you have mm -hmm. keys to a lot of doors. And then you meet people, you meet people who can give you a ladder, you meet people who 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 can open up other doors for you. Like that's the power of of being curious and starting when you're not ready. Yeah, my boss in private equity space, he said, don't you ever lie about where you are. Mm. It's, not, it's not worth it. He says, and so like, I just tell people straight up. <laughs> like now I'm like, ah, this is where we're at. Like, this is where we want to be. Okay, great. Hey, you ever build a house before? No. Well, we're excited to build one for you. <laughs> and he's like, he's like and he, he said, any guy, guy said, sounds good to me. You know, but, but hear me out. Hear me out with this. My, my business partner has, but, but here's what he's been calling people, right. For, and they're on a two, one year wait for building. And I go, or you can just become our timeline. He goes, I like that. Mm. And so like what you're saying and, and like just going and everything, ask enough questions to get, to understand the friction point of said person. Like, you know, as, as like, as, as like my mentor would say, like, like, like build the airplane while you're flying. Like at, at some point, the action is going to beget things that you don't even understand. Like the podcast for me, like, I love everybody that listens to it. I love like every response I get, every review. And that's great. And it's also a straight up a networking tool for me. <laughs> like that's oh, the way no, I positioned totally, it. Totally. And so, and so like, it's like, I look at it and I go, it's been a year next Tuesday and we've had, you know, 320, re you know, conversations with venture capitalist guy and real estate dudes. And like, how long would it have taken me <laughs> to, to amass this big of an audience? And that's why I love that you're like, hey, I'm just going to film it. I'm going to figure it out. And like, like, here's what's wild is like through like getting that guy on. You didn't even have podcasts. Now you run. <laughs> now you run a podcast agency, which is hilarious <laughs> on so many <laughs> on so many levels. <laughs> it's not like you went to school for it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is hilarious. Right. And um, yeah, man, it's I think that's powerful. And, and I think the whole thing, I mean, you guys can check my Instagram, uh, the real estate experiment. Uh, and you can scroll all the way down and check my first post when I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to start documenting my journey. Um, and you're going to have to scroll down a long time because I've been doing this, you know, consistently for, for quite quite some time, just documenting every day. Right. Like we're going we're gonna to make sure that we get this, that, you know, I'm, a, I'm on a podcast right now with my man Austin. Boom. Document it. Hey, it's document. in the books. Right. So but no, it's 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 a uh, it's 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 kind of a. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because you don't really know what what awaits. I think you, you set some goals, but some things you can't plan. And I think along those goals that you set, some, some opportunities will arise. And if you're open-minded and you're open for, like, if you're malleable, flexible, and you're open, like, you have to see these opportunities you won't see if you're not open to it, right? Uh, I think that's the most important. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the 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 no or the calamity or the loss of a of an investment or the loss of a business, what you don't understand in the big picture scheme actually moved everything out of the way so you would be available for the opportunity that is available. Mm. So awesome. every 
Go ahead. But, uh, no, Austin, I want to make sure this didn't slip through the cracks. You said a, a really important thing about honesty. And, and I, I, I want, really want to touch on that for a second, man. Like, it's so cool and so refreshing when you, like, if I see a guy like me or a gal like me who says I've never done this before, and but I'm willing to do it for you, guess what? I see a little bit of myself. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of people who have done that. And so uh, that's so important what you just said echoing that be honest i think a lot of us now feel a little bit like man this guy's got 100 units this guy's it's it's getting a little crazy that you're like you might add a zero on your shit for what and now that guy that could have helped you or gal is actually not going to help you because they don't even see the, a little bit of themselves in there anybody who's done something great started from scratch and it was pretty scrappy in the beginning so you're actually by being vulnerable you're giving yourself an opportunity for someone to lay out, lend out their hand and help you and uh, that's a good reminder because sometimes we in this space you know how it can be you try to be a little bigger than you really are which means you might miss an opportunity or someone might, you, you might miss the opportunity for somebody to help you. So I really appreciated you saying that, man. It's not on you to determine why that person will help you. Mm. People make up stories. Well, he's not going to help me. How, how fuck, you know, if a dude that has 10,000 units wasn't, you know, he didn't know Sam Walton and Sam Walton was like, Hey bro, here's how it's going to go. And I'm just, cause I'm reading this book right now. It popped yeah. in my head, but, but, but what I'm saying is like, it's not on you for determining why the mentor is going to help you. It's not, like here's what here's what I love to do. Really fuck with them. That's my favorite <laughs> thing to do. I'll get I'll get a I'll get a DM from like a fucking 18 year old or 19 year old. They're like, dude, love the podcast, love the content. I'll fucking call them on Instagram, and they're like, oh, like we we didn't even like know you were gonna respond. I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm calling you right now. I'm like in Florida, driving through Florida. And he's like, you're fucking talking to me right now. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, what can I do, man? Let's fucking go. And like, cause I think about it, right? How fucking, how much that would make me fucking jazzed yeah, up, bro. Man. You know, Dude, I love that. Hey, man, that's that's one of my motivations. Like, this is why I really resonate with Gary because he has that raw, like, he's not like a bigger than himself. And for me, mm-hmm. I know, like, I've gone to these places and I understand, like, the proximity thing, like shaking someone's hand and being like, mm-hmm. yo. And I want to be that. Like, I want to mm-hmm. be accessible. I want to be like, you know, you know what's interesting? I had a coach tell me, and this is fucking yeah. wild, bro. And I don't think about it enough, and I should. You know what's fucking crazy, bro, with all the content me and you are putting out? Mm-hmm. I'm fucking 38 right now. Mm-hmm. I'm 60 years old, bro. And I'm walk and I'm walking down the street in like Denver, and like some fucking dude runs up to me across the street and is like, motherfucker i was high on some fucking crazy ass shit down on my luck and i saw your youtube videos i binged all your podcasts and you changed my life bro i'll fucking break down right there and like that's where i go when i'm like i don't want to i'm like dude if it catches one person because here's what i can control i can't control how it lands with you or when it hits you i can control my actions in the movement which is put it out there like Every time that you think you don't want to, you put it out there and, and like, boom, you get that like, OK. And like, don't get me wrong, as content creators. There's some times where you're down on your shit and, you, and like every time when you're about to like. Uh, pull the plug, it's like the universe, like gives you that like little inkling, like somebody texts you and they're like, we felt it like, you yeah. know, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, we're back. We back. We back. We back. Yeah. But, but Austin, you know, what's crazy about that too. That's like what we see. Like yeah. 
there's so many people who are not hitting the like button, who are not subscribing, yeah. who are not doing a damn thing with it, who are like, wow, that sat with me. And so if we go by, that's another thing too, like this whole numbers thing, man. Uh, I, I, and I'll mention Gary again, and maybe I'll, that'll be my last reference. But he, he said he had this thing where it's, um, one is greater than zero. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I love that. And his whole thing was like, man, you're over here and you're like, oh, man, it's only got 12 views. 12 views? My first meetup had zero people. Then when I started getting, spit on his water. Then when I started getting traction, it was like six, eight, twelve. That's twelve people, man. That you know how insane that is. Like we take that shit for granted. Yeah. Eight you know what's, people? You know what's interesting? Life, twelve. You know, you know what's interesting? Be careful of the. Be careful that the life that you dreamed of, you're not currently living. Oh, can you unwrap? Can you unwrap that? Man? Be be careful that the life that you long for and dreamed of, you're not currently living. We're always on to the next thing. Mm. Tell me how excited you would have been before you started that meetup if eight people would have shown up. You've been like, this shit yeah, is the tits. I'm like, shit, I didn't and then, it. <laughs> and then you and then you get to the eight and you're like, this is fucking terrible. Because I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So I just learned this. It's called hedonic adaptation. You probably know this because you're in this space. And we need to be very careful. Like I have a gratitude list right now. Like I have a roof over my head. I got a mic. I got a light. I got a ring light, y'all. Cause mm-hmm. you know my dark skin shit. <laughs> if I don't have this out here, man, you might not be able to see me. So I gotta stay lit. So not everybody has that. I got water. We, you and I keep drinking water. We're in the top person down, man. This is wild. Yeah. Like we are like, seriously, like last episode we couldn't do because you didn't have any heat. Yeah. And, and or, or, a, yeah, or water. That's <laughs> a real thing, man. And, and so what happens is, but yeah, we get used to that On to the next one. And I'm, uh, I'm very, I was having, who was I having this conversation with? I think it was my fiance, man. I was like, man, like this, I think it's like a, 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 a balance between like, being like wanting more and being like ambitious, but being extremely present and being like, yo, we, we made it like a long way. Like just, but like every little thing, like I'm talking about like your phone, I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about food. Like I I got dinner, like that's, that's being made right now. I got the people in my life. Like I got a team, like you got a coach like Austin, like just these little things, you should write them down. I mean, you probably have a lot of great ways you're helping your community, but I just feel like that's a thing where we're, we're so ungrateful for this. Cause we're just, I think it's the instant gratification thing. I talked about Googling and YouTubing things really quickly. So we're or, so used to getting things so quickly. man. Well, well, you know, what's interesting. I did a rant. I recorded a rant today. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Mo- I'm about to get, I'm about to get lit. I done like fucking get, 10 uh, podcasts. Oh, shit. You don't got Mother- mo- motherfuckers are walking around. Like they ain't gonna die. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And you're bitching because do motherfuckers during during COVID after like four months were bitching because they watched all the Netflix movies. Go like, dude. Let me tell you something. Work. I'll give you give you what I told my fucking first client this week at six a.m. Motherfuckers finishing up entrepreneur school. He got like four assignments left, like two weeks. I was like, how old are you? He's like, I'm twenty three. I was like, oh, yeah, and you were an alcoholic and a drug addict, and now you're sober and over here bitching about your fucking school assignments. I was like, drink a motherfucking bang. 
I was like, 12 cups of coffee and let's knock this shit the fuck out and move on with our day. And he was like, damn, dude. I'm like, you acted like you're 70 years old and you need to go to bed. Like, pull it together, dude. And sometimes the thought of what could be keeps us from being. Oh, so well said, said, Austin. And so, and I just made it up right in the middle. (laughs) So uh, what's interesting is that, look, the relentless, aggressive pursuit of action and 12 Zoom calls a day and podcasts is not for everybody. But I promise you, if you push yourself just a little bit harder and you, you work on that side business or you, or, you, or you do something that you're scared of, you know, there's a story, Lewis Howell tells it very clearly. He was very shy with women and he wasn't a good dancer. His motherfucker's like 6'5". And he started taking salsa lessons. And he wound up like going to the best salsa club. Like he flew to Rio de Janeiro. Like the fucking salsa capital of the world. And he's like, yeah, he's like six foot white guy out with like this Columbia is just fucking cutting shit up. And then he's like, went down and he started dancing with like the best dancer there. And guess what? Like he has no fear anymore. And like he took his fear, like the one thing that was holding him back. And he looked it in the face and he shook that son of a bitch. And he said, fuck you. I'm going to conquer you. And every time you do that, every time you push back something, you, you, you level up. And, and, and so it's, but but we're not doing that in society because we, we love comfort. Like we've created this comfort. I'm I'm so glad you you touched back on this because I remember you said it earlier and I wanted to touch on it. I think there's a really good quote I I saw out there and I'm I'm probably not going to be able to paraphrase it or or quote it the best way, but it was something along the lines of people are, are, are afraid to get started because they're, um, they're, they're afraid of, of being, being seen, not being good at something. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like people want to just be like the, the, that overnight success, like that, they want to skip the process part and they don't want to seem struggling. Like, Hey bro, how's that first deal going? Hey man, like it's, it's still going. That's gonna like, that's part of that process, like that learning process of like failing. And, um, and, and, and I think part of it is because is it's kind of a combination of what we've been talking about. We see so much people winning of the end product that it puts that pressure of like, shit, like, I don't want to lose right now. Cause I don't want to be a loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is like, that's the end result. So if we can get, get that as a key takeaway, like, like that's the, that's the, that's the, like, that's the destination that, that you're seeing from a lot of people who took years. And that's what I want to get to. Cause I think like, sometimes I even like, Oh man, I met, I've met some young cats, man, who are like, really crushing it and it's like fuck <laughs> it's like bro like damn bro you making me look bad out here cuz you're like yeah. 19 and shit you got three fucking big ass companies like, whatever it is it's all yeah. relative right like yeah. it's really all relative you look at mcdonald's dude homeboy started at 54 like you look at there's just a lot so don't put that pressure on yourself and then try to compare yourself because that's just you're gonna go down a bad rabbit hole and you're gonna want it fast and I think you can get it fast if you put the things in place, but that doesn't usually happen too quickly. Like there's a, there's a, there's a process. Cause I will say that now in this day and age, if you can have the right relationships, make the right connections, it can happen fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to put in that work. You got to be like the awesome, like, okay, this guy does this, this guy does that, this guy does that. Okay. Let me add value. Let me add value. Like you got to overdo the work 
And then it can happen fast for you, but you still are still going to have to fail. You're still going to have to say, I don't know. You're still going to be like, look like an idiot sometimes. Uh, that's happened. Um, and, and shit, you're going to have to go through the process, man. So thank no, you for bringing that. Like, no, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more and, and not to pivot too much, but, but, but I've been saying this quote all day and, and I want to drop it on you. So I don't forget. Cause I think you'll love you. You'll take, this will be your takeaway for the, for the thing. Cause it sums up uh, America in a fucking, in a thing. George Bernard Shaw said the single biggest problem with communication is the illusion that it's actually taken place. So that, okay. <laughs> That's life. The, the single greatest problem with who you are and what you're doing is that you believe that you've asked for what you want. You haven't. You, you haven't, you haven't pushed yourself. And, and you know what's interesting? I love doing business with military people and people who have been through drug addiction. Because there's no fucking off switch with those. Like, they're so happy to be drug free that it's like, oh, it's a motherfucking Tuesday. We skipping like fucking they just don't give a shit because that attitude. Right. That that happy attitude that that push forward. Like, let's just go, go more, more is infectious. And 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 like, I'll be honest with you, one of the things we're playing with right now that I think will be like change the world is I want to do uh, I want to do entrepreneurship houses and I want to do like month, three month stays where we fly speakers in mm-hmm. and you have a chef and a trainer and everybody has their own room mm-hmm. and you have a scoreboard there and you like throw give away prizes every week. And like, could you imagine the businesses and the amount of work you could get done around that environment? Like yeah. that, that, that incubator, Yes, like, incubator. Like, yeah. You know, I'll be honest with you. I just had an idea. You know, we were talking about doing a mastermind event, right? Yeah. I changed my mind. All right. Here's what we're <laughs> going to do instead. Because it's my favorite show in the world. Let's let's go to Atlanta and let's get, I'll, I'll raise the money. I don't even care. I'll find the company. Let's get a grant in place mm-hmm. and let's do Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Tell me, tell me more. So, so, so we'll, we'll get a panel, me, you, and some other entrepreneurs. We'll be the judges. We'll get a grant from a couple different companies and we'll gift the winner of the Shark Tank a grant to start their business. Mm. That gets me fired up doing stuff like that. Interesting. Like how fun is that? And like, and then your company could give away like 60 days of like branding and marketing, like, you know, like, and I can yeah, give away, yeah. like, I can give away my coaching, like, like how great would it be able to give that gift to somebody? Like, that's the kind of stuff, like people think that I want to make a ton of money to like fucking tell people to fuck off and shit like that. What I want to do is I want to give it back. Like I want my time to be my own. And that's why I'm after this thing. Like, because my why is impact. Well, how can I do that? Well, I can do it from a position of strength. Or I can do it from a beggar. Well, I think I'm going to do it from a position of strength because I can help more. And so if, you're, if your mechanism for why you're doing stuff is greater than the actual sum of where you're trying to get, then it's easy to wake up every day at 4 a.m. It's easy to push past that workout. It's easy to go through the 10 Zoom calls because this thing that we're doing right here and what you're doing for your company and getting other people's messages out is bigger than you and I. 
Yeah. And 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 we're we're playing an infinite sum game. And so if we're playing an infinite sum game and my why is so big, how can you fucking beat me? That's real. It's the truth. Because and I'm not saying you don't get mad, because I'm sure you do. But every time I see you and every time I talk to you, you're so damn fucking happy. Like, yeah. and it's it's because you're doing you're so ingrained in the process that you have div- you have somewhat divorced your souls yourself from the outcome. Like who I'll be when I get there is who I'm actually going after, not yeah. when I get there. And and, and people need to understand that. Yeah, and it's funny. I was just talking about this about uh, the whole happiness thing because it was tying back down to the whole gratefulness thing. Um, <clears throat> and I, you know, with your audience, I think you'll appreciate this too. Is uh, I. I think happiness is definitely a choice, man. Um, and we're just not, we're not like, we're not really, I think you may have given me the book. Like there's a happiness book. I forgot who wrote it. I think we were talking about this, man, but it was, um, you have to make a, a choice to be happy, like uh, in the process. <clears throat> and um, I think that starts with uh if you start writing down and kind of going back to the exercise of like what you're grateful for, it's hard to be frustrated and upset when you're writing on that list. Just try it. Like if you're writing down what you're grateful for, that energy is completely shifted. So if you start that early in the morning, as soon as you get up, you do a gratefulness. It's hard to be write a gratefulness list and be like, Oh man, I got this paper. Dude. Like what dude, you just, you're grateful for just everything you're sleeping. Like some people can't sleep. Like there's so many little things you need to be grateful. It's like, you know, when you stub your toe and it's like, all of a sudden you're like, God damn, I didn't know I used my toe this much. Like, Just think about that for a second from a breathing level, from a functional level, from like, like life is really a miracle. So I think if you put things into perspective, because people are going to say, yeah, but that's obvious, right? Like, you know, there's, there's always levels of, you know, if you're in a position, you know, even breathing, right? Like that's something to be grateful of. And I know that that kind of sounds like some people are like, okay, all right, you got it, Ruben. Like, come on, bro. Like, but not really. Like if you really start practicing that, I think you can kind of just take a deep breath, realize where you're at and be like, yo, like you kind of like what you said, like, we're not, we're not going to live forever, man. Well, it's a simple, it's a simple word. I'm a, I'm a word ninja and I catch people as my favorite thing to do. I can be across the room and I'm like, don't do that. Uh, instead of saying I have to say, I get to, mm. I get to be on this call. I get to, to, to help that. people. It's just that little shift, but it, but it kind of gives you what you need. So if people want to find out more about what your company does, they want to find out more about how to follow your journey in the podcast. How would they do that? Hey, man, hit me up on the Instagram. Shoot me a DM. I actually do respond. And of course, it's called the Real Estate Experiment. Uh, And then for my company, we help uh, podcasters who are thought leaders or who are aspiring. You know, even if it's your first podcast, we'll help you, right? It's kind of like mine. Uh, We help them kind of repurpose their podcast so that they can tell the story of their guests and even their brand on multiple platforms. And again, um, I I was going to say this earlier, we we do this because I I genuinely believe wherever you are in the world, if you're trying to get into a career, a business, a new industry, if you start a podcast, you can literally get access to people um, that you could really, there's no other way. Like telling somebody to come on your show is a flattering thing. So Mm -hmm. if you haven't already started your podcast, it doesn't matter how many episodes you're shooting per year, per month, or, you know, you don't have to be like Austin, (laughs) that you're just crushing it in the industry. 
when it comes to podcasting, but use it as a mechanism to network and to learn and to interview people for free. Uh, so that's what we do. And we can help you with that. Uh, that's it. Investedtalent.com. Uh, and then to your listeners, to whoever's listening, we'll make sure if you, if you, uh, you, you email us in or you reach out to us and you put in construct your life, we'll make sure we take care of you, cut that uh, onboarding fee in half for you. How about that, Austin? I love it. That's what I always, always coming with the value. You know, what's interesting. I was talking to a buddy the other day. He was asking about podcasts. This is how crazy podcasting's got. He's a landman. Do you even know what that is? I don't. Okay. It's a Texas thing where they, where they go around and they lease land out. Uh, for oil rigs and natural oh, gas drilling. Okay. And know, he was I like, well, yeah, well, they're in the car for hours driving through Texas and there's like a bunch of landman podcasts. So it's like telling stories and stuff. So like, dude, you can start a podcast about anything. Yeah. Man. You just get on there and talk, uh, share your story. Somebody's listening. Doesn't Somebody's matter if it's one, listening. doesn't matter if it's one, two, three, it doesn't matter. So guys, if yeah, I got to do this right, hold on. Ruben, Ruben's always coaching me. I got to do this. I got to do this outro right this time. <laughs> Guys, if you, if you like this episode, make sure you rate us and review us. We really appreciate all the reviews that you have. And if you haven't clicked on the subscribe button, make sure that you click on the subscribe button, please. We really would appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's the first yes, time I ever. Austin. It's the first Wait, time I ever did that. I'm so yeah. happy you did that, guys. Go and show Austin some love because this guy's crushing it. And the reason he's doing this is because I always say you got to leave with a call to action. Lead the people, man. Hey, man. Austin deserves all the love. Listen, stop right now. It takes two seconds. If you've been listening to this podcast, go and help the brother out. He is crushing it on his very own podcast. We're, I'm doing. We're at 84. I need to get over 100. Come on. Oh, let's get it, man. Drop. Yeah. Right so now. here's how. Here's how great this interview is. I'm releasing this on Facebook tonight. People need to hear it. I don't care. So you, so at the end of the day, we could do this a million times over. Uh, but guys, make sure you send this podcast to a friend and we appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate you for having me. Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learn. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.